Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, Tip Kennard back with you here on Positively Wrestling Evolved. Steven Davidson joining me, of course, and we are just two guys who don't know anything about women, but know a lot about pro wrestling, talking about women's wrestling. And Steve, how you doing, man? Uh, couldn't be better. Basically got the best wrestling news of my wrestling fandom over the past week. And I yep. can't wait to talk about it. And right we're here, going Tim. To, we are. We're going to talk about it. Uh, before we do, I do have a question for you. I like questions. I'm going to throw out some names here real quick. Okay. I like names. And, and, and don't be discouraged by the names I throw out first. I am going to stay on brand for the show, but just keep that in mind. Okay. okay. <laughs> John Cena. Triple H. Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, Rock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, and Bianca Belair. What do these inv- individuals all have in common? Drew McIntyre. Um, championship matches at consecutive WrestleManias? Uh, well, that would be true. That would be true as well. But not what you're going for. But not what I'm going for. These are the only eight people in history to win a Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, and a WrestleMania main event. Period. Period. Not even like in the same year, just period. Just period. And that's, I mean, congratulations, Bianca. We're going to be talking about the Elimination Chamber as we're coming up. I just thought that was a very cool piece of trivia there. Yeah. That she is elevated amongst, I mean, those names. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Come on. Uh, That's just crazy. Uh, But yeah, we're going to talk about that. But I thought that'd be some fun trivia at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so let's let's, uh, get to our math-based wrestling. Let's do it. Uh, do that. And then we're going to jump into all this crazy good news. We had a, a great week of wrestling that we're going to cover here. But let's get to math based wrestling. I'm no mathematician, but I've been doing some calculations. I am a mathematician. And here's what I've got for week 18 of math based wrestling. This week we had 47 women's matches for a total of 25,433 seconds. That's six hours, 44 minutes, and 45 seconds. That is an increase from last week of 43.3% of total women's match bell-to-bell time. That's from 19 stardom matches. That's right, 19 stardom matches this week, and they they stressed me out this week, Tim. Um, (laughs) Eight impact, seven, eight impact, eight impact matches. Eight impact matches. Yeah. Uh, seven AEW, six WWE, four NXT, two NWA, and one NXT UK. The match average, the time, nine minutes, one second. It is down five and a half, uh, five point seven percent from last week, but it's still over nine minutes. So I'm gonna take that. Um, I don't consider that disappointing at all. Shortest match, 
Oh man, these Masha Slamovich squashes, 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 squat, squash. Harry and the Hendersons here. It's a squash. Um, <laughs> these Masha Slamovich. Okay, you know what? You know what? It's hard to say Slamovich squash. It's just t- Masha Slamovich. These Masha Slamovich squashes are really tracking down the match average time as her squash against uh, Kia Dream was only 43 seconds Ooh. on impact. Yeah, so that was one of the eight impact matches. The others fared a little better, but the longest match, the main event of Stardom Cinderella Journey 2022, Asaya Kamatani successfully defended her Wonder of Stardom Championship against Natsupoi in 21 minutes and 54 seconds. We'll be talking about that in just a moment. Excellent. Excellent. Try it. Masha Slamovich squat. <laughs> Everyone Masha try Slamovich it at home. squash. All right, you suck. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Nah, talking's my thing. Um, <laughs> I'm still getting used to my tooth. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So that's math based wrestling. Like I say, we got a lot to cover, lots of great stuff going on. Um, great stuff. Yeah. And, and the thing we're talking about off the top, it's real funny because, you know, we finished with the show. We record on Thursdays, of course. Um, and uh, we were talking, uh, you know, outside of the show about I've been having some trouble sleeping. Uh, so I've had some sleepless nights. And last Thursday night just happened to be one of those sleepless nights. And I'm just kind of laying in bed and can't sleep. So I'm like, okay, just flipping around on my phone. Um, and I'm on YouTube and there's the official stardom YouTube. And I'm like, oh, they're doing something live. I'm like, okay. And like, they're talking about, I guess, the show coming up. Press conference, in, the uh, World Climax. For the, yeah, the press World conference Climax. for World Climax at the end of March. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's see what's going on here. And um, and I can I never can remember his name, the, the head guy there started. Uh, Rossi Ogawa. Rossi is there and he's talking and none of this is, they don't have any of the subtitles or English up. So no, it's I'm just live. Kind of, it's yeah. live. So I'm like, okay. And I was like, I'll see who shows up and who would come out. And I recognize immediately Kyrie. Kyrie Sane, Kyrie Hojo. Now it's just Kyrie. All capital letters. All capital letters. But she's she's back. She's coming she's back. back to stardom. Yes. And I I even text you and I was like, I hope this doesn't wake you up. But I figured you oh, would know this immediately. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no. It was the 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 best text I could have woken up to, at least from you. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was fantastic. Definitely. If Kyrie Sane or Hojo or just Kyrie is coming back to stardom, you just text me. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the, I, I was telling other people and maybe you too, because I was talking to Shane about it. I was talking to, to Mark about it as well, that I can't remember wrestling news. I've been as excited about for at least like decades, literally. I'm not even exaggerating here. Like <laughs> when I was a kid, I was super excited when the Ultimate Warrior came back at WrestleMania 8. I was super excited when Hulk Hogan came back before uh, WrestleMania 9. But as an adult, I can't remember being this excited about someone returning to a promotion. I just can't. The, the closest that comes to it is when Daniel Bryan got to come back um, after we thought he was done. But even then, you're like, okay, yes, it's exciting. We get to see Daniel Bryan, but what's he coming back to? It's still WWE. Are they going to put him in the top? Is he going to be a main event guy? Like, what's he coming back to? No worries here. Like, 
we don't have to worry about Kyrie and stardom. This is going to be absolutely everything we want it to be. And she looks great. She looks like she's in the best shape of her career. Yeah, she looked phenomenal. Yes. And oh my God, like, and just seeing her, because she was on uh, the show from Monday. She showed up in person in the Mm -hmm. arena. We'll talk about that in a minute too. And just seeing her on screen at a stardom show just made me happy. It, it gave me feelings I didn't expect. I didn't, I knew I wanted her back in stardom. I didn't know that I needed her back in stardom and she's back and stuff like this never goes my way, Tim. Like I never get the things I really want in wrestling or elsewhere. So (laughs) to actually get one, I can't believe it. And I'm so excited. I haven't been this excited about it. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm going on and on and you probably knew I was going to, but just bear with me everyone. Cause I've earned this. I've earned this moment. Thank you, Kyrie. Because look, three of my all time favorite wrestlers all time. I've been watching since 85. Three of my all time favorite wrestlers are currently in stardom. That's crazy. Yeah. With Kyrie and Momo Watanabe have to be specific now. And Tom Nagano, like there are three of my all-time favorite wrestlers and they're there right now. I haven't been this excited about wrestling in a long time. And the icing on the cake for that has got to be that coming up at this, at the climax event at the end of March, she's going to be not only on night one, but also night two, night one tag match, her and Mayu versus Tom. Yes. And Utami. No, Unagi. 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 Me, yeah. Unagi. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. Because Tom, I'm not Tom, but Mayu and Kyrie and Io were a trio back in the yeah. day. They were referred to as Freedom. They were a unit. Um, and I mean, they, they teamed up. They were artist champions. And they, there was, <laughs> at one point, those three had every belt in the company. Every belt. At one time. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, somewhere on my phone, I've got a screenshot of them standing in the ring after like Kyrie has won the Wonder of Stardom Championship. EO is the World of Stardom Champion. Mayu's got the high speed belt. They're the artist champions. They're the goddess champions. And they're just holding all these belts like they're the freaking Dudley boys. And <laughs> it's just insane. So Kyrie returning is like, you know, is like a Hulk Hogan returning, is like a Bret Hart returning, is like a John Cena returning. Um, maybe maybe bigger for a, a place like Stardom that doesn't yeah. have the the you know the worldwide reach that WWE does. Um, yeah, so in other words, I, I got off topic, but it was about Kyrie and Mayu once again teaming up because they they were a team um, back during Kyrie's first run. And so to see them team up again, is going to be something special for that, for that return match. Definitely. Definitely. And we'll talk about the night too, when coming up, when we get to the stardom stuff uh, yeah. and talk about that, but yeah, that's just, just now basically. Well, I mean, it is now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but before we get to that particular uh, yeah. piece, uh, we also had a debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not in uh, ring, but in the arena. Yeah. Well, at least she has passed her, uh, I guess, pro qualifications. So mm-hmm. now she's going mm-hmm. to actually uh, get to be in the ring. And that is, uh, and um, is it? Miyu. Miyu? Miyu Matsuda. Miyu Matsuda. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's going to be challenging Utami. Yeah, at the first New Blood event. So Stardom's doing these events where they bring up new wrestlers 
faces we don't know, people we haven't seen, and and they wrestle with the veterans. And uh, she's the first one that they've named, at least that I'm aware of. And uh, on March 11th, on New Blood Night One, the main event is going to be Miyu Matsuda, um, fresh out of training, 19 years old, uh, challenging Utami Hayashishita. It was her choice. I don't know if it was her kayfabe choice or her real life choice. Honestly, it probably was her real life choice. I think stardom's a little more free with that sort of stuff than, you know, a WWE would be. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah. And no idea what to expect. I mean, I know what to expect from Utami. It's going to be good. Um, and Utami will definitely help her through wherever she needs it. So, yeah, I'm curious about this this new blood stuff and who we're going to see and how, how uh, people are going to match up. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Uh, we also had uh, the return of prominence. Yeah. Back to stardom, uh, causing more trouble with Donna mm-hmm. Del Mondo. And uh, we're going to get prominence versus Donna, Donna Del Mondo. Mm-hmm. Uh, when are we getting that? Well, well, we had the tag match uh, at Kirk and Hall on Monday. Right. With, um, it, was, um, it was Shuri and Tekla. Right. From Donna Del Mondo against uh, Akane Fujita and Risa Serra from prominence um now as a reminder prominence uh, a group of five wrestlers who their contract with ice ribbon ran out at the end of 2021 so now they're going around to different promotions as free agents causing havoc yes. um i can't help but wonder if they're going to end up signing with stardom um i mean why wouldn't they if you know as long as they're welcome there um <laughs> maybe we'll get a sixth unit um but uh, right now, they're free agents, and they're causing trouble for Donna Domando because they have history with Julia from mm-hmm. when Julia was there at Ice Ribbon. Um, and so that match went to a very predictable, if I must say, 20-minute draw. I called that. I was like, okay, look, Shuri and Tekla, they're not going to be losing anything. The, the outsiders can't lose the first match because then they've lost all their momentum. and They're no right. longer challenged. So this has to be a draw, and it was. Um, they're going to have another match at World Climax. They wanted uh, Julia and Shuri. Problem is, Julia and Shuri are wrapped up in World of Stardom Championship matches that weekend. Yes. Um, and so Shuri and Julia were like, all right, we'll have a match for you. We got to figure out who it's going to be against. And so that's kind of where they left it. But we're going to have more Donna Del Mondo versus Prominence at the end of March at the two-night World Climax event. Yeah, and uh, happy belated birthday to Julia. Yes. They made reference to that in the ring, and then um, uh, Providence was like, we have a birthday present for you, and tried to hit her with a giant light tube. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's the second best use for a giant light tube. Yes. (laughs) So that is is crazy. A lot of stuff going on uh, with Julia specifically. She's Mm kind of in a bunch of – she's got her – um finger in a, in a bottle bunch of different pots right now um <laughs> right right don't but, put your finger in a bottle it can get stuck yeah finger in a bunch of bottles uh <laughs> yeah, with yeah. with shuri and, and the championships and then this uh storyline with prominence and mm-hmm. then there's still the stuff that's going on with cosmic angels right um, so lots of crazy stuff going on speaking um, of birthdays by the way we have birthdays coming up in stardom Interesting fact. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show. March 22nd mm-hmm. is the birthday of both of my favorite stardom wrestlers. Momo Watanabe and Tom Nakano share the same birthday on March oh, wow. 22nd. That's crazy. Well, I say that 
Now Kyrie's back. I don't know who my favorite stardom wrestler is anymore, Tim. Mm. <laughs> is it Kyrie or is it Momo? Tom's not far behind. I got to say, it would probably be Kyrie or Momo. Man, I don't know, but it's a good problem to have. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, now, again, getting back to Kyrie, um, at the, uh, I guess, main event of the night two of shows this uh, uh, weekend. Yeah, the Cork and Hall show. Cork mm-hmm. and Hall show. Um, we had. Um, He's an artist of stardom title defense. Yes. Uh, and it was, who all was involved? Uh, Micah, Hameka, Natsupoi, the champions from Donna Domondo. Yes. Defending against uh, Oedo Ties, Starlight, Rina, and Ruaka. Yes. And successful title defense. Right. Of course. Saw that coming. Rina and Ruaka are basically the jobbers of Oedo Tai, so there was but, no way they were going to win. But then Oedo Tai, you know, continuing a little bit of the beatdown afterwards. And who would come into the ring? But Kyrie saying, yeah, Kyrie, she I brought stop out. Saying Kyrie I saying. know, yeah, Kyrie. she was brought out at the beginning of the show. Yeah, so she, she was, was sitting in the crowd thing. watching the show. Yeah, um, but the, the the name change makes sense to me because there's a whole bunch of people who knew her and loved her as Kyrie Hojo, and then there was a whole new group of people who knew her and loved her as Kyrie saying. So, like, choosing one of the two names would almost be like alienating. Yeah. one of those groups of people but everybody knows her as Kyrie. so just call yourself Kyrie, and everybody knows who you are yeah I, th- I think that name change makes sense to me yes definitely and and she comes out and kind of gets in the way of of Oedo Tai and this kind of callback during her debut uh interview At in the, the press, press conference. conference yep Oedo Tai welcomed mm-hmm. her to stardom by attacking her <laughs> yes yes at the very end so yes. um you know she, what that means. You know what that means. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ah, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, but uh, we get a challenge for a singles match on night two of Climax. Kyrie versus Starlight Kid. Yes. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, a month. Did, a, a month ago, this would have been. <laughs> yes. A month ago, this would have been a dream match. Like, can you imagine if? Yeah. And we're getting it. We're getting it in a little over a month. It's insane. Like this, this is the best thing that's happened in wrestling in so long is Kyrie coming back to stardom. And look, if she's feuding with Oedo Tai, you know what that means eventually, right? We're getting Kyrie and Momo. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'll do. I don't know who I'll be cheering for, but I know I'm going to sit back and I'm going to enjoy it when yeah. it happens it's gonna oh these are gonna be they're gonna be certified bangers every yes. one of these matches yes and again so, as you as you pointed out the great thing now that Kyrie is back with stardom is we're gonna get to see her almost every week yeah pretty much every week unless she yeah. misses a show for something we'll, yeah. we'll get to see her every week in matches that go at least 10 minutes yeah multiple times a week so more than not, likely on most yeah. weeks yeah, not going to be WWE in it over here. <laughs> no, or AEW. And people wanted to go to AEW. No, we would have gotten two minute matches on on Dark. Yeah, and then not seen her again for four weeks. We're yeah, going to see Kyrie saying Kyrie saying yeah, me too. We're going <laughs> to see Kyrie, um, you know, two or three times a week, every week. <sighs> it's going to be awesome. I am so so excited. Um, but we also had a pay per view. Yes, oh. we had a pay-per-view and that world climax that tonight is probably going to be a double pay-per-view like they did when the five-star, uh, five-star. Oh yeah. 
Grand Prix started and I didn't get it that time because I was at the, the Comic-Con at Mohegan Sun and didn't have time, but all right, fine. Kyrie's back. I'll freaking buy your double pay-per-view. I'll buy both nights. You got me, Stardom, because you brought Kyrie back. And she's right. like, Starlight Kid. And I can't not buy it. I can't not do it. Ah, okay. You've earned the money, though. You got Kyrie back. You can have it. You can have the money. I can't <laughs> wait. Well, we did have a pay-per-view. We had a pay-per-view. I was telling you before we went on that, that they stressed me out this week because I didn't know how I was going to get everything watched before we recorded because the they still hadn't finished posting the Corican Hall show before the pay-per-view started. And so when I woke up on Wednesday morning, I still had all but one match of the Corican Hall show to watch, plus a four-hour pay-per-view on my busiest day of the week, on comic day. And somehow I got it all done because I'm the freaking man. But if I wasn't the man, I don't know what we'd be talking about right now. But, you know, <laughs> we're going to be talking about pay-per-view because I watched it. So uh, here, so we had uh, Cinderella Journey 2022. It was on Wednesday and we had eight matches and uh, we'll just kind of run down and get to my list. I don't want to miss anything. Run down uh, bit by bit. So we had um, a triple threat match. Well, I don't know if you'd call it that because of the rules, but we, we had uh, my Sakurai freshly joining Donna Domando mm-hmm. uh, against Wakaskiyama who she freshly betrayed by leaving Cosmic Angels mm-hmm. and Rina from Oedo Tai. Uh, and this match had the rules that the triple threat or the three-way or the triangle match between Tom and Julia Mayu was supposed to have before Tom had to miss the show where one person wins, then they leave, then the match continues and a second person wins. And both winners are getting shots at the future stardom championship at World Climax. And ah. so Rina got the first win over Wakaskiyama. So Rina's getting a, a, a future stardom championship match at night one of World Climax. And then my Sakurai beat Waka again. Um, so Waka lost both falls. And my Sakurai on night two will get a shot at the future stardom championship. And then we had Hanan defending the future stardom championship against Momokogo, um, who I've grown to really be a fan of very quickly. I love her whole shtick, her whole personality. I think she's great. I thought she was going to win here. She didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. Hanan successfully defends. Short match for, for stardom. Five minutes, 19 seconds. Long match for AEW. Short match for stardom. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take my dicks. I'm just going to do it. Can't stop me. Nobody can stop me. Um, so, yeah, Momokogo. Um, she's going to yeah, she's gonna catch on. I think she'll, she'll become something bigger quickly um but wasn't her night hanan successfully defends uh then we had lady c returning to action for the first time in several weeks teaming up yeah. with utami utami hayashishita so queen's quest against uh, momo Watanabe, and ruaka so uh from a widow tie and uh, ruaka and momo get the win here uh ruaka beating lady c with the freezer bomb mm-hmm. and then Nice moment. We had uh, from Oda Tai again, Fukigan Death and Saki Kashima taking on, teaming up for the first time in a long time, Mayu Watani and Tom Nakano. Uh, they had a very contentious split when uh, Tom formed the Cosmic Angels and left Stars. They went to war with each other uh, more than once, never had a winner. We had draws both times. 
still want to see a rubber match, still want to see a winner, but they teamed up. They won this match. They fist bumped at the end. They uh, basically walked out together and it looks like they, they had a nice reconciliation moment. Oh, okay. um, it's very different from Western audiences because Western audiences would have booed that. Yeah. They would have booed it. Yeah. But not, not in Japan. They, they applauded it and they appreciated it. And yeah, that's why I wish I was Japanese. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that was a nice moment. Um, and then we had Donna Del Mondo versus Donna Del Mondo. We had Julia's trio, Julia, Mariah, and Tekla against Hameka, uh, Micah, and Shuri. This was also a very predictable 20-minute draw. I called that last week right here on this show. I said, they're going to have a draw because stardom can't let any of these people lose a match anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so that's exactly what happened. Very predictable. Um, I, I couldn't get into it because I just knew. I just knew it was going to be a draw. So I, I just couldn't find myself invested in this match. But it, it was well worked. It was just too predictable for me. Um, we had the goddesses of stardom championships, tag titles defended. Uh, Hazuki and Kaguma defending against Cosmic Angels, Mina Shirakawa and Unagi Sayaka. Very good match, solid match, but no new champions here. Hazuka and Kagumi do retain, uh, but it was fun. 12 and a half minutes, so decent length. Fun while it lasted. Um, hopefully at some point, Unagi and Mina will, will get their time. And then... We had the high-speed championship, Starlight Kid defending against Azumi. This went a little over 17 minutes and was absolutely outstanding. We have a new high-speed champion, Azumi, getting the win. Whoa! Yeah, defeating Starlight Kid. Um, If you've heard things about this match, great things. They are pretty much spot on. Um, I saw even Meltzer tweeting about this match earlier saying that he's heard so much good stuff, he was going to have to check it out. Like, aren't you, you're freaking Dave Meltzer. You're always talking about Japanese. Why haven't you seen it already, dude? Yeah. Um, but uh, I will say, I will say, I, I, I loved the majority of the match, but Azumi has taken to doing the Canadian Destroyer and Starlight Kid has taken to doing the Spanish Fly. And they both did their moves in this match i'm like oh come on on, you're both better than those moves but everything else was absolutely spectacular and if you don't mind those moves that was spectacular too um it was absolutely tremendous and uh i thought starlight was going to defend and then i just sensed something as the match was going on and uh, successfully defend i mean and i just sensed something in the air as the match was going on and uh, yeah, sure enough, Azumi got the submission win over Starlight Kid. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then that led to the main event, Sayakamatani. I already talked about the winner here. She did successfully defend the Wonder Stardom Championship, the white belt, against Natsupoi. Um, and uh, it, was, it was good too. Um, Saya, for me, still does little things. She's still so new, really, when it comes down to it. I mean, she's only been doing this for a few years. And she's still learning. And I still don't think she's a great fit for a main event spot. Um, she's getting better. She's getting there. And I didn't hate this match, but there were just little things. Like, you could see Saya just kind of waiting for Natsupoi to get into position and not making it look natural. 
uh, getting from one move to the next or one spot to the next, just little things like that. But it wasn't bad, um, but it wasn't a Zoomy and Starlight kit, that's for sure. So as far as pay-per-views go, I wasn't quite as invested in this one because none of my favorites were like in really big matches or anything like that. So I wasn't like dying to, to see anything in particular here, but the, the Tom Mayu was a nice moment. I'm always happy to see Momo get a win on pay-per-view and Azumi and Starlight Kid was, was I guess Starlight's one of my favorites and, and, and I really like Azumi too. So that was probably the highlight for me overall. So not a bad show, but it also did kind of feel like this is the pay-per-view before the one we're all waiting for, really. The, the world climax at the end of March. Right. Yeah. Excellent. I can't wait for them to post that on Stardom World so I can check out that Azumi and Starlight match, definitely. Yeah, it should be up by this weekend, Friday or probably Saturday. Yeah. Maybe. If they post, sometimes they don't post stuff on weekends, so I don't know, yeah. but it should be up soon. And uh, hey, uh, eventually I'm sure we'll get some kind of either tag or, or three-way match where uh, Azumi and Starlight... Uh, wait, who does... Because you said Azumi does the uh, Canadian the Destroyer? The Canadian Destroyer, yeah. So Starlight... Uh, well, Azumi will be doing the Canadian Destroyer to someone else, and Starlight Kid will grab Azumi, and she'll do a Spanish fly while the Canadian Destroyer is going on <laughs> in an ultimate "Oh my God" moment. <laughs> I might actually buy that because I could buy two people getting one person to flip over that way. I just can't buy it from one. Oh, but we have more matches set up too um, because after after Hazuki and Kaguma successfully defended against uh, my uh, not Mayu but uh, Mina. And Unagi, who comes out, but Momo Watanabe. And Momo makes a challenge, which they accepted, but she said she has a mystery partner. So, and they didn't say when this is going to be. My guess would be World Climax, but they didn't say that. Um, But yeah, I'm wondering. Now, I think the most obvious would be maybe Natsuko Tora coming back from her injury. She's been around a lot. She's been coming down to ringside with them lately. Um, so maybe she's ready to come back and she'll be the mystery partner. Cause I would have thought it would have just flat out been Starlight Kid. But now she's going to be involved with, well, of course, man, it could be different nights. It so. could be night one. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but I don't know. I, I guess it won't be Star. If it was going to be Starlight Kid, I think they would have just said it was going to be Starlight yeah. Kid. Um, Why well, you need to say it's a mystery. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I guess it won't be. So it could be Natsuko Tora or it could be someone completely just out of the blue. Maybe. So, Tony Storm. Oh, wow. You just want to make me happier? Like, holy crap. (laughs) Well, there's been no talk about where she might be going. Oh, there hasn't. She's been there before. And she's been there before. Yeah. Come on. That would be insane. I still say she's the only Gaijin who physically has been able to keep up with the stardom roster in the ring that I've seen. Um, and I, you know, I've seen your Tessa Blanchard's in there with them and she, she couldn't quite keep up. She just couldn't. Sorry, folks. If there are Tessa Blanchard fans out there, um, she just couldn't quite keep up with the, the top tier of the stardom, stardom elite. Uh, but Tony was right there with them every now, step of the way. Now I'm curious because I did see, uh, apparently, uh, the other day was like the five-year anniversary of a match between Shayna Baszler and Io Shirai in stardom. Oh, I haven't seen that match. And, I, and that's why I didn't know if you had seen that. And I was like, oh, so, how did how, I was going to see what your ranking of Shayna Baszler and the stardom. Right. Will be. Um, well, we've seen Shayna with Kyrie, and those were some fantastic matches. Yeah. Um, Shayna has a different style, though. She doesn't try to like move quickly. She, she 
tries to get you good, not often, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so the reason I haven't seen that, I stopped at 2017 because they've got most of the shows posted, but they're missing a handful of shows from like the spring and then another block of shows from the summer. And I'm just waiting for them to fill in those gaps. And then I'm planning to watch everything from 2017. Um, but they just haven't filled in those gaps. That's why I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I'd be interested to go back and watch that though. It sounds yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, EO and and Shayna, that's instant classic. Yes. <laughs> in and of itself, anyway. Um yes. yeah. Um now, now we also, after the main event, had uh Sayakamatani get on the microphone and she wanted to choose her two challengers Ooh. for uh world climax. And she did. And for night one. For the Wonder of Stardom Championship, the white belt, we are getting Saya Kamatani against Utami Hayashi Stadt mm. from her uh, very own Queen's Quest. So Battle of Queen's Quest uh, stars there. And then the winner of that match, Night 2, defends against Tom Nakano. So we've got both of Tom's matches set for the weekend. Nice. Yeah. So they're, they're loading up World Climax, and it's going to be worth... I'd, I'd love them to do a deal like buy both and get you know get them both for like 60 bucks something but you know if they're gonna make me pay 40 bucks a night it's still gonna be worth it because they're, they're loading those shows up and what a 10-day stretch it's gonna be because you're gonna have that the wet that weekend and the next weekend is wrestling yeah <laughs> so wow yeah thank it's god be- it's not the same weekend oh my god <laughs> we were already talking because obviously uh, we're going to be hanging out for wrestlemania as Mm -hmm. we always do and that's saturday already and friday too friday smackdown then the hall of fame Fame. saturday nxt during the day yep (laughs) then uh wrestlemania night one yeah and then of course night two on sunday yeah (sighs) and who who knows what else is going on that weekend at this point um but yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. But that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. stardom is uh, is is rocking it right now. They are yes, top of the world right now. Yeah, for women's wrestling, that is for absolutely sure. for yep. sure. Yep. Um, let's move on to another pay per view. As we were mentioning WWE, of course, we had Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Saturday pay per view. Make this normal. Make this yes. normal. <laughs> yeah. And I, like I said before, I'd be fine with them starting at noon every time. Too. Yeah, that's fine. I'm good yeah. with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had the, the, they were over in, um, of course, Saudi Arabia again. Um, and these shows have kind of evolved because the uh, first couple that were uh, over, over in Saudi were definitely just filler shows. They, nothing, really happened glorified house shows glorified house shows but now it seems like they are weighted just like any pay-per-view there's big stuff can happen right can happen um and it kind of falls in line with uh ongoing storylines now we had uh three matches to talk about here involving the women uh we'll start with the elimination chamber match which uh was good i mean i thought it was great yeah Yeah. this was a good match they they all the ladies performed very very well um all of them had very cool uh entrance attires i will say as we were talking about the 
how it's evolved you know but first no women allowed on the show right then we had women's matches uh and 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 now you know three matches Mm -hmm. on the card women on the poster women on the poster and even their look has evolved because before they had to wear like the baggy shirts and everything um and i mean they still covered the majority of their body but they Even were able face were shown. That's pretty much it. Yeah, but they were able to still be a little bit more expressive with their attire, yeah, which I thought was yeah. very cool. Um, they all looked it, great. Yeah, Liv's nod to uh, Britney Spears was yep. awesome. Yep. Um, of course, uh, Rhea in the kind of uh, Catwoman esque mm-hmm. American Horror Story mm-hmm. kind of thing was very very cool. Um, awesome. But yeah, uh, I thought this was. It was cool. I thought it was it was interesting though, with the entrances, because you get the three people in the pod, yeah, and the two people starting the match. Then Alexa Bliss gets right the, the return yeah. entrance, which was kind of fun. And uh, the the intervals were shortened. Yeah, the yeah. whole match only went over fifteen minutes, and it should have taken twenty to get everybody in the match. Yeah, um, so that was okay <laughs> yeah but but it kept the match moving and it was it was it was fun and everybody worked hard live got an elimination i yep. was at least happy about that um and yeah bianca definitely a, a a worthy winner for sure yeah um everybody looked really really good in the match everybody yep. um got some shine yeah um uh, alexa looked great mm-hmm. for her first match back in the ring yep um uh, but yeah ultimately uh, Bianca wins, so no real surprise or shakeup going on here. And we had right. talked about how we weren't sure with the way they were going into this that Bianca was yeah. going to win. They, 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 following traditional WWE booking, she wasn't going to, but they, they mixed it up. Yeah. So I guess technically that is kind of a surprise to us. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. a way, but not a bad one. I mean, Bianca, right. it looks like we're going to finally get a payoff of this, you know, story that kind of started at SummerSlam mm-hmm. and Bianca hopefully being able to get that win back mm-hmm. and um, get her momentum back. Yeah. Uh, at, during WrestleMania. So she will be going on to face uh, Becky Lynch, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I pre-ordered the uh, Bianca Funko Pop. Oh, very cool. As well very as cool. the three different Alexa Bliss Funko Pops. And I think there's also a fourth one. A fourth one? A fourth Alexa Bliss because she posted something and there was a picture and there were four different ones. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to look at that. I didn't see anything about it. Okay, I'll, I'll double check on that. But yeah, yeah, I got one from Walmart. There's a Walmart exclusive. Um, there's like a uh, there's an oh there's a Chase variant. There's a regular that those are the ones that I saw. Ah, yeah. Um, but I did yes. get the GameStop Razor Ramon as well. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, Chico. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we had Rhonda and Naomi taking on um, uh, Charlotte and Sonia. And of course, on SmackDown, we did get an added stipulation uh, to this, which is that Rhonda had to compete with one arm behind her back. Didn't quite work out that way. Yeah, didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> More at her side and sometimes just flat out in front of her. Yeah, so that was whatever. And I mean, the match was what it was. Yeah, it was good. It was fine. Yeah. Um, Rhonda and Naomi win, which we predicted. Yeah. 
Although, like I say, I think it still would have served the story better had Sonya and Charlotte won. Yeah, I agree. But uh, but that's okay. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. it, you're there mm-hmm. to please the crowd as well. And it's Ronda's first match outside of the Royal Rumble back. So right. can't really have her lose. Right. I get it. Um, but then uh, we also had what I feel was probably the match of the night. Really? And that, and that was Becky and Lita. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I really enjoyed that. I thought Lita was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as just pacing and execution and you know emotion and the story, I thought this kind of hit every note for me. Okay. Um, and as I did enjoy the Elimination Chamber match yeah. uh, very, very much. And I enjoyed uh, some of the other matches on the show. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I thought Ray and Miz was really good for the mm-hmm. kickoff. Mm-hmm. But um, but I really think Becky and Lita was the match of the night for me. Okay. I'd go with the elimination, the women's elimination chamber mm. for me. Yeah. I did like Brock kind of destroying everyone. That was fun. I um, loved, and, and just not to go off topic just for a second, but I love in that match the fact that he wasn't supposed to do that. Well, I mean, to break through the chamber, the, yeah, the but, pod. Yeah. But because Bobby had been taken out and then right. they still landed on his pod. Yeah. Uh, and Brock was like, well, screw this. And he yeah. legitimately just kicked. The, he was not supposed to. He was supposed to wait. Right. He just kicked to the side of the pot. So now let's get this going. <laughs> Who's going to tell him it's not time yet? Yeah, you do that. <laughs> right. You go down and do that. <laughs> so that was awesome. I dug that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I really, really enjoyed Becky I, and Lita. I, I did like Becky and Lita, though. I'm not saying I didn't like. Yeah, I would give it to the Elimination Chamber, but I did enjoy it. Lita did much better than I was expecting her to do, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, no and, doubt. And, yeah. And if this was her final match, mm-hmm. I think this was a much better send-off match than mm-hmm. her previous singles. So I really, really enjoyed it. And that was the Elimination Chamber. Overall, it was, you know, it was a, it was a placeholder pay-per-view. Re- nothing, no real big revelations. Yeah. It moved, you know, it set some things in place for WrestleMania, but nothing that we weren't really expecting. Yeah, no big shocks, no shocks yeah. going on. Um, but uh, let's talk about uh, AEW uh, yeah. here. Not a lot going on this past week, but we did have um, Jade Cargill defending her TBS championship against the Bunny. On TBS. On tbs yeah. <laughs> finally yeah, yeah. Se- second time i think but i, I think oh, we're yeah. tied now i think it's been twice on tnt and twice on tbs yeah um but yeah this match uh, didn't go long but i i enjoyed it and bunny actually got some surprising offense and it there, was surprisingly competitive yes um yeah. there was a couple times i mean they made you think that the bunny might pull off mm-hmm. an upset although we mm-hmm. know that she wasn't going to i mean right i, I just wouldn't make booking sense um, right as much as i you know i love the bunny uh but she's just not who i see as the as championship caliber right now right it's yeah, not there it's really not it's not her spot right now yeah, yeah. um and uh so jade beats her and then afterwards she gets on the mic and she's like you know I'm like 28 and 0 or 25 and 0. 28, 28. 28. Yeah. And she's like, and next week I'll be 29. And then I'll be down the road, 50. 35, 50. Yeah. And all this stuff. She's like, so who's next? Or better yet, who's left? Mm-hmm. And then Ty Conti comes out. Yeah. 
And so that's going to be our next program. In fact, it's going to be at Revolution. Yeah. Um, Which is a week from Sunday. Yeah, week from Sunday. Yeah. And I, that should be a great match. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think, I mean, as much as they were pushing Ty, I just don't think Jade's losing no. that belt yet. <laughs> no. Saying who's left is kind of funny, though, because there are so many people on the roster she hasn't faced yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch. Most of those 28 wins have come from, you know, who AEW would consider enhancement talent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but we're also getting Brit and Thunder Rosa. Yes. At, uh, the same the same show there for the women's championship. So that's a little more competitive, I think. A, a chance. We'll talk more about it next week, I guess. But more of a yeah. chance of a title change in that one, I think. I think so, too. I think so, yeah. too. Uh, and given what they did with that Lights Out match, I mean, not that mm-hmm. there, there's going to be plenty of competition on that card for potential matches of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you, I mean, punk, MJF, everything, it's it's going to be nuts. Uh, Daniel uh, Bryan and Moxley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be yeah. a stacked card. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll talk more Daniel about Bryan. that. Sorry, Brian Danielson. Man. Brian Danielson. Between Daniel Bryan and Kyrie Sane, habits are hard to break. They are. They are. Um, but yeah, so that was basically all of the AW big news going on right there. Um, but let's move on to some impact. Because not only do we have uh, Impact uh, last week's show to talk about, we also had an Impact pay-per-view as well. <laughs> yeah, or, or a premium, premium live, live event. event. <laughs> mm-hmm. But on last week's episode of Impact, we did have Giselle Shaw's debut match against Lady Frost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, she won that. And surprisingly, mm-hmm. um, she had a second match. Um it was actually the pre-show match for uh-huh. uh, No Surrender, which they aired on Impact Plus as their digital exclusive on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so already, uh, Giselle Shaw has beaten Lady Frost, and she also beat... Now I've got to remember who this was. Hold on. I've got it right yeah, it's here. <laughs> I've got it right here. Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I've got so many matches here. Was it Tanil? Dashwood? No, it no, no, she wrestled was. on the show. That's right. Yeah. Um, why did I not put it down? Uh- <laughs> oh man, did I not count this match in uh the Oh no, um, your math math based wrestling? <laughs> no, did I did I not include it? What happened? Where is it? Tell me uh, you did not just say that so disappointed <laughs> yeah man that sucks <laughs> uh it was alicia edwards though is who it was um and she did beat alicia edwards um yeah so two matches for giselle shaw in her debut week um i i counted it as one of the impact matches so it was one of the eight matches i don't know what happened there um yeah so um yeah, there is someone who won't be having any more impact matches, though. So. Oh, that's true. Yes. Um, and I didn't know this, but uh, I guess the news broke and you saw it. Uh, Rachel Ellering, no longer with Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Do she we was know supposed why? to be. In, I, I, the, I don't know. I think the contract just ran out and they just couldn't agree or something, I think. I don't think it was like, there, I don't think there was an incident or anything like that. 
I just think they didn't resign for whatever reason. Um, mm. You know, she was supposed to be in the Ultimate X match, right, and was replaced by Alicia Edwards with no explanation, and we just never saw her again. And then it came out that uh, she didn't resign or they didn't resign her. I don't know. I don't know the details, but I know that she's gone. It doesn't mean they couldn't, you know, change, bring her back, bring her yeah. back. Yeah. Change her minds or whatever. I mean, that could happen and I hope it does. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, while, while you're easily saying um, uh, <laughs> the uh, what's, what's a, her Masha Slamovich, Masha Slamovich. Yeah. I'll be easily saying Rachel Ellering. Yes. As I have to <laughs> Rachel Ellering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Masha Slamovish. Masha. Ma- God. I can't. It's I can't get you it. You can't out. do it. You can't do it. Oh my goodness. Um yeah, so uh hopefully um you know they'll either bring her back, but if not, I think she definitely will catch on somewhere. She is yeah, very we'll see her somewhere. Mm-hmm. And popular and, I mean, and popular and what third generation superstar basically mm, yeah yeah so um but yeah but uh then like i said we did have uh and this one was no surrender no surrender yeah premium live event and we had uh a couple champion or several championship matches actually one uh, that we didn't have yes there's one we didn't have we still have not again. had the tag titles again <laughs> then we got havoc versus Tennille dashwood yeah um havoc picking up the victory there yeah quite easily <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but they have said we will be getting the uh the tag match finally at sacrifice which so. is less than it's a little over a week yeah now. It's about a week away so yeah it's not this weekend but next weekend and th- they put out a graphic for the match this time like i think it's actually i think it's actually gonna happen happening. yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed yeah we will get the inspiration versus the influence for the impact women's championships tag team championships hopefully <laughs> again yeah. fingers yes. crossed <laughs> uh, but we did have diana uh Parazzo with her open challenge for the yeah. ring of honor uh, tell him, tell title. him, tell him what I did. Tell him what I did. And Stephen correctly predicted who he days thought was going advance. to show up days in advance. It was Miranda Alize. Yes, I wanted everyone to know. I told everyone who I thought would care that it was going to be Miranda Alize, so everyone would know it wasn't after the fact. No, no, no. I took the information that I had and I processed it using my mathematical brain, and I realized the most likely scenario was that it was going to be Miranda Alize, one of my favorite wrestlers right now. And it was, and look, here's what I noticed, right? So capital championship wrestling had this event on Saturday as well, which was at the same time as impacts event and capital championship wrestling's event was originally scheduled for last month, but they had the big snowstorm in the Northeast and they had to postpone to February 19th, which was the same day as Impact. Um, Miranda was slated to be in the main event of that show. And I noticed suddenly she wasn't on the posters. Ah. And then I looked and I noticed she had been, it'd been changed from a four-way to a triple threat match in the main event with no Miranda Alice. Now, when other people pulled out of that show and a couple others did, I guess, you know, when things get moved around, suddenly you have schedule conflicts. Scheduling problems, yeah. Right. They were announcing it. So-and-so can't be at the show. They didn't announce it with Miranda. 
it was very quiet. Like they didn't want you to notice. And I was like, you know, she's part of Ring of Honor. They're going to bring her in as part of like the, the Ring of Honor angle that they're doing. And then Deanna on Thursday says that she's going to have her open challenge. And I went, that's it. That's where Miranda's going to be. Because she wouldn't just drop out of the Capital Championship Wrestling Show. She just right. wouldn't do that. So I knew she had to be somewhere else. And it made sense that she would be with Impact because they're doing the Ring of Honor stuff. And it would make sense. She'd want the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. And so as soon as Deanna said Saturday was going to be an open challenge, I knew it. I knew that's where Miranda was going to be. And I called it and I tweeted it too. You can go look. Everybody can go look. I tweeted it before the event. I did it. <laughs> I called it. I did. Yeah, and this this match, they were here for a good time, not for a long time. It wasn't a long match, right. but it was great. Yeah. What we got was very Seven and good. a half minutes or so. Yeah, it was like a, a, a mat wrestling clinic is really yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. And there were a That's few what... times where I thought Miranda conceivably could pull off the victory. They mm-hmm. definitely kept you guessing. Yeah. Uh, but Deanna does ultimately retain her Ring of Honor yeah. championship. For uh, now. For now. Now, you may, I don't know if you know this or not, but we do have a number one contender for her Reina, how, Reina de Reyes title. Uh, uh, Reina de Reyes. Yeah, Reina de yeah. Reyes championship. Mm-hmm. There's a new number one contender for that because AAA had a show, their Rey de Reyes show, and a new number one contender was named at that show. Now, whether this match will take place on AAA or possibly Impact, given who this number one contender is, it's Ty Valkyrie. Oh, okay. I missed that. Okay. Yeah. Taya versus Deanna. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. Sign mm-hmm. me up. That will be yep. a banger. Yep. Ah, yeah. I want to see that. Um, yep. so um we we've we've got more impact to talk about. I do want to talk about Capital Championship Wrestling for a minute because we plan to cover that show. But the problem, they haven't posted it yet. They didn't live stream it on Title oh. Match Network, and they have yet to post it for video on demand. And I, I don't want to talk about something that I didn't get to see, or right. at least that you didn't get to see, that one of us. Yeah, we, we usually like to, at least one of us has been able to consume, you right. know, the, uh, the media before we come and talk about it, rather than us just regurgitating headlines. Right, like, the, the purpose of our show is not to be a results show. Like, we'll talk about results as a lead-in to what we really want to talk about. Well, really, what we want to do is, you know, analyze, give insights, give our perspective, um talk about possibilities you know we've been watching wrestling a long time and we might have some insights into these things we might be able to say hey it's going to be miranda alizé and be right yeah um yeah so that's what the purpose of the show is and if we don't watch it if we can't watch it we can't do that and so um you know we want to cover capital championship wrestling they're a new women's promotion on the the independent circuit we want to cover them we want to support them um and you know if the shows are posted um in a time that allows us to watch them before we record we will do that um but it just wasn't posted this time and so it just wouldn't be fair to them or to you know the listeners you all for us to talk about something that neither one of us saw and so uh yeah don't want to do that but we we support capital championship wrestling and we want to watch them and we want to follow them and talk about them and and we will it might just be that they're new and you know it's not as easy for them to get stuff posted as quick something like that you know we're not pointing fingers or or blaming anybody it's just the way it was yeah so hopefully they'll they'll you know be able to get stuff uploaded faster in the future and we'll be able to talk about them yes most definitely um 
and also just because we're on a little bit of a tangent, I do want to say this real quick. Another independent, uh, Progress Wrestling, has a show coming up on the 22nd of March at the Dome in London. It is an all-women show. It's called Who Run the World? So that's something to uh, keep an eye out for as well. Do we know where that's going to be watchable? That I don't know yet. I did not investigate far enough to see that. I'm not sure where progress can be seen. Um, I'm sure, because progress is pretty prominent, especially in the UK, Mm -hmm. uh, that they probably have a streaming service that you can see them on. But yeah, um, Yeah. I'll have to delve deeper into that to to figure it out. But that's another one in March to look forward to. March is going to be a crazy month. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, but let's get back to impact. Uh, we do have two other mm-hmm. matches to talk about. Let's talk about that digital media championship match. Uh, Matt Cardona, who had beaten Jordan Grace, uh, is had a rematch with Jordan, and uh, he retains because Jordan gets disqualified for using a chair. <laughs> uh, for uh, no low blow, right? Oh, low blow. Oh, I'm sorry. The yeah. chair was involved, but then there was the low blow. The low blow, yeah. So he was like cheating all over the place and getting away with it. And she had been, she got fed up with it and kicked in between the legs and then got disqualified. <laughs> um, so I felt her frustration. Um, but we're getting, we say this all the time. If you're listening on Friday, you probably have already seen it, but we're getting a rematch on Impact tonight for us um called a dot combat match dot combat uh, <laughs> dot combat and so we're getting the rematch no disqualification i guess that means yes it is a no dq match a okay DQ, I, between, I can confirm that it's no disqualification okay between jordan and matt cardona and this match was was great um they, yeah man they were not holding back that's for sure yeah um yeah they were they were yeah jordan is phenomenal um and as far as, you know, the intergender wrestling matches go, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's still, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's totally believable. It's, you know, I don't oh, sit there I'm... and say, and, and think one thing about guy versus girl who flipping cares because uh, Jordan awesome. Grace, especially, I fully believe she could kick my ass. You feel, <laughs> yeah. I know she beat me to death. Yeah. I, I ain't even trying to argue. Um, mm-hmm. And Cardona is just on, I mean, he's one of the hottest things in wrestling right now. He is. Yeah. He's everywhere. He is. He's proving that WWE don't know shit. <laughs> Sometimes they, they underestimate people and yeah. they, they don't strike where the iron's hot and they miss out. And he's a perfect example of that. Yes. But yeah, their match was great. Can't wait to see the rematch tonight. Yeah. Um, think she regains it. No, I'm gonna say no. I haven't read the results. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't either. I, yeah. I, I think Cardona's on too much of a tear right now. Yeah, that's kind of think my thinking. It, too. it just yeah. wouldn't make sense for him to win it, defend it once, and lose it right back. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think it'll still be another great match because they've been all the first two were awesome. This so this mm-hmm. one's going to be great too. Their personalities are really good together too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But then we had the knockouts women's title match. Uh. Reigning champion Mickey James defending against Tasha Steeles. And uh, this was great too. I mean, Impact, again, stateside, Impact is the place for women's wrestling right now. If if we weren't doing this podcast and I was cutting back on the enormous amount of wrestling I was watching, um, but 
I, I know I would stick with WWE. I know I would stick with stardom. If I was only going to stick with one other women's division, it would be impacts. Yes. Hands down, hands down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mickey, uh, of course retains her championship. There's, a. Uh, uh, some interference going on uh, on both sides because <laughs> we had, yeah. um, of course, Tasha had um, Savannah, Evans. Savannah Evans with her yeah. and um, we had Chelsea. Ste- uh, yeah. Chelsea Green. Chelsea, Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. Chelsea Steele. <laughs> what am we I? went to high school with Chelsea Steele. That's, we did. Didn't we? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Chelsea if Green. She shows up on impact. <laughs> Chelsea Green, of course, there with Mickey. Um, but ultimately, Mickey gets the victory with the uh, the spider roll-up, which I always think is very cool mm-hmm. uh, when that pinfall is used. Uh, I, I, and I think, I wonder if we're, because they're, they're really playing up the, like, the best friends angle between Chelsea and Mickey. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if we're kind of going to get that echo of Mickey Trish. But with Chelsea, uh, Mickey, and switching the yeah, roles, I, of course. Yeah, we talked last week about how it, it feels like a Chelsea heel turn is coming at some point. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's inevitable. Maybe they'll drag it out for a while um, if they work well together as a team, as partners, as friends. If that's good, they might, you know, wait. But right. at some point, um, yeah. whether it's in two weeks or in six months, at some point, that's going to happen. And yeah. It's a, it's it's funny because Chelsea Green is a face in Impact. She's a heel in NWA. Like it just depends on where you go. She's doing all these different things in yeah. all these different promotions. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, but great match. Um, I say Impact. You said something. Uh, you said something. So I want to backtrack because you said something. You, you mentioned Spider, and that that made me think of Tekla. And I've been critical of Tekla, but that tag team match with uh, her and Shuri against prominence the one that did go to the predictable 20 minute draw uh-huh. it was the best i've seen tecla yeah um, she, she did very well the, the whole match was great it was a predictable outcome but the match was tremendous and that includes tecla because she wasn't doing the things i was complaining about before she was really selling and really making the opponents look strong she she did her spear twice but it wasn't following the spider walk she didn't she didn't try to get that in um so she was not doing the predictable you know like the rick flair routine where he did the same routine in every match she's been doing that she didn't do it in this match and i really enjoyed her so maybe maybe she'll she'll break away from that but then the next night she did the spider into the spear against momo um so i don't know we'll see but i really that match showed me that she she can be as great as everyone says she is excellent excellent Yeah. yeah Uh, I agree. I, I I'm very positive on Tekla. I really like her a lot, um, but I can see your criticisms. Where yeah. again, kind of like like Randy Orton's kind of the same way. You always yeah. know when that power slam is coming. Yeah, and the, yeah. RK, the RKO out of the most obvious places. They always say it's out of nowhere, but I mean, rarely do you not see it coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, let's uh, jump ahead to um, NWA. NWA, yes, NWA. Yeah. Um, so this was, there were on NWA USA last Saturday, no women's matches, but there was a fun little segment where uh, Mae Valentine was forced to interview Natalia Markova. And of course, May has had it out for Natalia for whatever reason, uh, for the last several weeks. And she tried to be professional <laughs> at the beginning. 
And then Natalia was getting a little snippy with her. And Mae Valentine came back and said, well, I don't know why they asked me to interview you anyway. And then Natalia said, well, I don't know why you're out there interfering in my matches. Because she was out there with uh, when everybody else came out during the match between Natalia and Kenzie Page. Uh, Mae Valentine was one of the people that decided to come out during that match and cause havoc. So <laughs> the, the backstage interviewer is out there during this match causing problems. And so they start to like, inter- uh, they start to bicker and yell and, and, and argue with each other. It didn't come to blows and they kind of cut the segment off before we could see it really conclude. But uh, who knows where this is going? It, it's fun. I have no idea where it's going, but anytime I see Mae Valentine and she starts to talk or anything with the Titan Marco when it starts to happen, I know I'm about to be entertained. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see where that goes. And then we had a, uh, this week on, on power and you can see it uh, today on YouTube. Um, Camille defended her NWA women's championship against Taryn Terrell, who uh, I don't know what she did in NWA to earn a championship match. Um, she's mostly a manager in NWA, um, but you know, she was a former impact women's champion, mm-hmm. uh, knock, knockouts champion. Um, she, she definitely has a wrestling background and she's a, if you haven't seen her, she's a better wrestler than you think she is. Uh, she had some tremendous matches with Gail Kim and in impact. And she, she worked hard. She didn't start out that way, but yeah, she worked she for- hard to improve. Yeah. Former GM of SmackDown. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, if, if you didn't see her in Impact, you may not know that she's actually a really good wrestler. And uh, this was a solid match. Um, for the most part, it was Camille dominating, but then Taryn did start to, to get some, some uh, offense in and, and kind of assert herself some. But Camille ultimately successfully defends against Taryn Terrell, which, you know, I expected. Um, but it was, it was pretty good and a, a match, you know, a unique match that I wouldn't have expected, uh, to see. So yeah, check that out. Uh, if you get a chance, it's on, uh, YouTube today. I don't, again, I don't know what time they upload power to YouTube. I don't know if it's a morning thing or an evening thing or what, but sometime today, I think it's a, I think it's a 5 PM drop Eastern okay. 5 PM Eastern. I believe. Um, cool. Excellent. Um, Let's move on to NXT UK, which we checked out right before we started recording today. A couple mm-hmm. things going on there. Uh, namely, uh, we know who's going to be taking on the final boss. Mm-hmm. Now, the new number one contender is Isla Dawn. Yeah, um, at least she seems to think so. <laughs> well, yes. So, well, at least that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the way the segment kind of played out. I'm assuming right. that's where we're going to go. Yeah. Because... Um, uh, go. Mako Satamora said, you know, if you want a title shot, all you had to do was ask. Right. And I was like, uh, I don't ask. I take. Yeah. Kind of with the gimmick because she's been stealing right. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's not just a cool. random line. Yeah, that's yeah. what her character has been doing. She she takes uh, things from people and does, I don't know, some kind of voodoo or something and then uses it to uh, to win matches against them. Yeah. So it looks like that's going to be our next title program, uh, of course, because uh blair davenport you know still dealing with the injury right um so we've got they had to make shift plans in the meantime yeah. at least we yeah. feel because again we're pretty sure blair was supposed to come out on top pretty sure yeah because they uh, really haven't been setting isla dawn up for a title program yeah uh, that, that hasn't seen so what this this was a celebration of mako satamora is what this mm-hmm. was and isla dawn comes out and interrupts it 
and uh yeah says she doesn't ask she takes she she kicks mako in the face Mm -hmm. and it looked like she's gonna take the belt yeah but instead she took the flowers that she that mako was given for the uh ceremony and so she took the flowers and so this has been a successful approach for isla dawn recently every time she's taken something from someone she has beaten them so the idea here is oh is it going to work for Mako Satomura too? Or is Mako going to be the one to break the curse? Hmm. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, we also opened up the show with a decent women's match, um, mm-hmm. which was... Uh, Amel. Amel. And... Uh, I'm, I'm just horrible with the names. Uh, Zaya Brookside. Zaya Brookside, yes. Um, and I thought this was really good. I thought they mm-hmm. did a fantastic job. Yeah, um, yeah. Zaya with her her bratty little kid, the tantrum gimmick. kind of gimmick yep. thing going on, yep. which was is, is fun. Leaning on Daddy Robbie Brookside when she needs something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zaya ended up picking up the win, correct? No, Mel. No, no, no Mel won. Mel won. Yeah, yeah. She's been getting a, a bit of a push lately, so uh, I think they have some plans for her. She's been getting you know uh, video packages vignettes and stuff like that and she's been getting some wins lately so she's been heavily featured i don't know where Leah james is she's my favorite on nxt uk we haven't seen her in a long time hmm. um so I, I think since she got beat by ladon i don't think we've seen her and that's been a couple months at least um so i hope Leah james comes back soon um we miss you at least i do i'm yeah. sure other people do i know other people do because people tweet about it so yeah it we want Leah james back it may just be them, you know, trying to wait for the right creative time to to bring her back. Yeah, when you only have an hour a week, seems like you could come up with, you know, at least one thing a month. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, <laughs> but it's WWE. Yeah. Um, uh, but let let's move on to uh, NXT over here in the states. NXT two point. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're, you're not happy. <laughs> well, I, I I just hate the two point oh. Oh, got you. I'm yeah. mostly making fun of that. Right. I actually was not upset with uh, the in ring product this week. No, definitely. No, I thought it was good. Uh, and we had a debut. Uh, of course, uh, she's been on. Um, well, now it's NXT level up, but it was two hundred five two hundred five live. Yeah, and that's uh, Nikita Lyons. Hmm. Um, she made her official NXT 2.0 debut mm-hmm. and took on uh, Kayla Inlay. Okay, Kayla Inlay, and, and won her match. Looked pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, more people are talking about her pin than anything. Yes, uh, very uh, interesting pin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, very suggestive. Um, <laughs> yeah, with the splits. She yeah, did a split pin. Um, who was it? Uh, was it? Uh, She's she's the girlfriend of one of the um, high profile wrestling journalists, Ryan Popola or Sean Ross Sapp or one of them. Um, I follow her on Twitter and she immediately she tweeted out the gif of it and mm-hmm. said, um, Vincent, man, I, I want this to be done to me. Hire me, please. <laughs> <laughs> People are already thirsting over Nikita Lyons. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's very interesting. It's, uh, um, I, she is a unique package put together because she's a powerhouse. Yeah. But she's also uh, very agile. Yeah. Um, and she's got the personality in there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think she's got the, the right combination to go far if given the yeah. right creative ideas. Right. So we'll have to wait and yeah. see on that. 
Uh, yep. We also had the Dusty Cup uh, tournament for the women uh, mm-hmm. tag team finally starting this week. Um, of course, I've got the brackets here. Now, the matches that we did not see this week, that'll be next week, are uh, Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada taking on Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez taking on Yalissa Leone and Valentina Faraz. So, yeah, Royce. Royce? Royce is how you say it. Royce, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, but what we did get this week was uh, Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley taking on Caden Carter and Casey Canazaro. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was great. I love uh, Caden and Casey. I, I do. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of want this to be their, you know, their year. I'd like yeah. to see yeah. in this. But who they're going to face in the next round <laughs> makes <laughs> yeah. me think that's not going to happen. <laughs> I kind of wish this was the final. Yeah. Semi-final. I, I was thinking that on Tuesday. Like, this should be the final. Yeah, because they pick up the win. Um, and then, of course, Ivy turns on Tatum afterwards after losing. Yeah, Ivy not. doesn't like losing. Ivy doesn't lose. Yeah, so, so, uh, yeah. If, you, if you're losing Tatum matches Paxley. for Ivy, she's going to take it out on you. Yeah, and Tatum Paxley, uh, interesting, was like one of the first from that crop of uh, NXT uh, call-ups, or not call-ups, but sign-ups, I guess, signings. Train, trainees or whatever. Trainees from yeah. uh, the uh, different class, you know, not former wrestlers or anything like that, but uh, just athletes that they're trying to transition over. Yeah. Um, and she's been one of the first ones to make it to TV right. from that class. Um, and I thought she looked pretty good uh, yeah. in the ring. So I think yep. uh, Tata Paxley has a definite future and, you know, mm-hmm. just has to keep working on it, keep working on it. Yeah. Very much how I feel about Lash Legend, who mm-hmm. I think has tons of potential, but isn't quite ready for in ring yet. Right. Like personality is great. She's, you know, that, yeah. that side is, is, is solid. Yeah. But she still has, I think a lot of work to do in the ring. Right. Um, but that's she, why she, yeah, she can get there. Yeah. That's why NXT is the, again, developmental for WWE. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole purpose is. Right. Um, but of course, last legend Amari Miller took on Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. Yeah. Obviously. When I first saw when I yeah when I first saw the brackets, I said, "Okay, well, that's the most predictable match." Yeah, that's yeah that that's going to end up with Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray winning, which it yeah. did. Um, it did. It so, was yeah. short too. Yeah, Io <laughs> and Kaylee taking on Caden and Casey. That is going to be yeah. one hell of a match. Yeah, uh, and I do wish it was the final. I really do. Yeah. I really wish. Uh, uh, I I did chuckle when they uh, announced these matches as the quarterfinals, as though these teams had done anything to advance in the tournament up to this point. Yeah, like just call it the first round. First round, <laughs> yeah. the quarter. I mean, technically it's quarterfinals, but still. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. like a you didn't qualify in. No, you just had to find a partner. <laughs> right, uh, Cora, Cora kind of qualified. She got beat up by Raquel. Well, that's true. I guess <laughs> but other than that, say. yeah. Now, one um, fun thing is, um, mm-hmm. of course, Toxic Attraction came out and had the Toxic Lounge yeah, uh, while they watched uh, these matches going on. And a little fun uh, Twitter interaction going on uh, with Toxic Attraction and Mackenzie Mitchell, who was in the lounge with them. Uh, and I guess someone uh, had, had tweeted, like, Mackenzie Mitchell, you should be the fourth member. And so on Twitter, Mackenzie Mitchell was like, hey, Mandy Rose, 
make me the fourth member of Toxic Attraction. And Mandy said, you're in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that was easy. So uh, I guess officially, unofficially, who knows? Might just be Twitterverse. I don't know if it'll oh, manifest gosh. itself on TV at all. Would that work for me? Tom Nakano, make me the fourth, the fifth member of Cosmic Angels. Okay, uh, like no bullshit. I would uh, definitely pay to front row, front row seat prices to be in the arena when you have to come out in one of those outfits and do the dance. Yep. <laughs> by the way, by the way, um, Micah, Himeka, and Natsupoi did their little dance before their title defense that my Sakurai was all talking about, I don't want to dance. <laughs> I want to wrestle. And here come Donna Del Mondo doing a little dance before their match. Just wanted to point that out. Okay. 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 But, but the side of Donna Del Mondo she's a part of doesn't dance. Because <laughs> I ain't seen Tekla dance. I ain't seen Mariah dance. I ain't seen Julia dance. <laughs> I, I I could show you Julia dancing. Oh, I'm not saying she hasn't done it before. I'm just saying right. it's been a while. It's been a while. It, yes. It's been a hot minute since she's done any of the uh, choreography. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, still uh, fun stuff. NXT. Uh, of course, we got another training video thing with uh, Raquel and Cora. Yeah. This time, Cora taking Raquel to um, it's like an out outdoor park kind of thing uh it was it was cute it was fun the, yeah. their little vignettes have been fun uh and entertaining yeah. a good way to have them on tv when they're not wrestling yes yeah uh, and then of course we had i mean oh the salaciousness the craziness with uh the whole love quadrangle <laughs> i guess you could say with um uh, we have a word for it and it's quadrilateral qu- quadrilateral <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's a four-sided figure Okay, quadrilateral. I like quadrangle better. <laughs> it's not a it's not called a quadrangle. Hype down, math boy. <laughs> God. <laughs> but the uh, Indy Hartwell, Persia Parada, Duke Hudson, and um uh Dexter. De- Dexter Loomis. And this is kind of it, I mean it, it's it, it's interesting. It's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's interesting, it's fun. There's a lot of romance in the air it seems in nxt yeah you got this you got the stuff going on with uh casey and katie with um uh the two country boy guys oh yeah yeah um um uh oh man i, I would can't have had their names, names if you hadn't asked me yeah um so they were doing the dating video yeah yeah the um, dating that, video. that wasn't a dating video <laughs> <laughs> man i just like seeing you bomb it's like yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's funny that actually sounds like something one of us would do to the other honestly (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but uh, yeah so that's been fun nxt 2.0 has been fun i'll say that i just hate the name i just absolutely hate the rebranding name yeah but um let's move on to raw as we kind of wrap things up and wind down um we got some continuation of this 24 7 championship storyline speaking of the romance in the air uh uh reggie comes out uh and he, he talks about how he feels bad he wants to call dana out and he apologizes for what he did and to make it up to her he's like you know he just he said i'm gonna lay down in the ring pin me one two put the shoulder up 
Okay. Suddenly became a jerk. In yeah, this he segment, suddenly became by the way. a real douchebag. Total and jerk. And then he's like, okay, okay, okay. Then he pulls his shoulder up again. So Dana, she's smart. She just decides to kiss him and the shoulders mm-hmm. stay down. And she is once again your 24-7 champion. Yeah. Um, and of course, more people came down uh, to, you know, Tazawa, Tamina, our truth. So they get out of there. So we're going to keep that going, which is cool. Uh, I'm waiting for signs now in the crowd. Pin me, Dana. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, we also had uh, Rhea Ripley again, another convincing victory <laughs> against. Um, yes. Nikki. <laughs> How many times like, we get it? <laughs> we get it before the chamber. We got it in the chamber and yeah. not after the chamber. Yeah. Um, and and the rumble she eliminated her oh yeah the rumble so yeah. it's like i think i think um, we can move on from here i think we yeah. can go somewhere else um yeah we, we didn't get live and we didn't get alexa but we yeah. definitely got nikki losing again to Rhea Ripley. yes <laughs> yeah hammering home the point <laughs> yes Liv um, did get a win on main event this week though oh i didn't see what over she... zelina vega oh ah, okay yeah live yeah um but we did get uh bianca coming out to the ring of course she's scheduled to meet Dewdrop in a match uh before that happens though becky comes out confronts her we get a little bit of back and forth kind of amping up and hyping up the wrestlemania uh clash that they're going to have uh, uh and then we get a fantastic match again between bianca and Dewdrop. yeah this was this was tremendous yep um and bianca showing that power once again with a power bomb uh yep. kind of assisted from the turnbuckle but still uh, yeah, and then she still walked with her. She yeah, carried she still her walked out. with her. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, the uh, the KOD, mm-hmm. which uh, it, I I she just, she fought for it. She fought she for fought it. For it. And I worried me at first. I'm like, please don't hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's you could easily strain a muscle, pull something, mm-hmm. uh, yep. doing that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, but crazy good. She gets the victory. Becky sits there in shock <laughs> as yeah. the KOD happens, which was a great visual. Um, but I like I, I like Becky's play on this on the mic uh, with her interaction with Corey Graves, where she sits there and says, "You know, people turned on me just because I won. They loved me. I come back and I win." Uh, but because it's against you now, they hate me. And she has yeah. a valid point. This is a valid criticism of the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, which... I mean, it's it's a good way. You know, they say a good villain thinks that they're the hero. A good villain thinks that they're in the right. And that that's yeah, that's the way that they're spinning this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it works. Uh, I've been very critical mm-hmm. about her heel work, um, but in this instance, that mic work was very good. It, it, it mm-hmm. did what it was supposed to do, and it served its purpose correctly, I feel. Right. Um, right. Whereas I think it's missed the point and fallen very short in some of her other attempts. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so it uh, looks like Bianca, Becky, WrestleMania, uh, I believe Bianca is going to regain the championship, get her momentum back. Uh, that I'm way, still, I'm still not convinced that one of these two matches at WrestleMania is not going to become something more than a singles match. That's true, too, because it's been very heavily rumored. Somebody said that they, again, inside sources, you know, take that with a grain of salt. 
Yeah. But said that this match was going to be a triple threat and Rhea was going to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And given the kind of push Rhea's getting on the sideline here, I can definitely see that being a possibility. Yeah. I just hope we get women's matches that feature the women that have worked hard this year, even if they're not in a title match. Yeah. I don't want it to just be the two singles matches and maybe a tag title match and nobody else, maybe a battle Royal in the pre-show of one of the nights or something like, no, they've worked just as hard as the guys. I think generally they're better than the guys and they deserve real featured spots. Even if they're not in a title match, Liv Morgan deserves a featured match of some kind. Rhea Ripley, if she's not in a title match, deserves a featured match of some kind. And I, I'm tired of the women getting pushed to the side to fit all the guys on. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. Sasha uh, Banks, if Sasha she's not in a title match, deserves a featured match. Yeah, which is good news on that. Apparently, she had, was spotted uh, training in the uh, uh, the training facility performance with performance center. Perform, well, with Natalia and TJ at their uh, dungeon school. Oh, I see. Training with them. Yeah. Uh, TJ, of course, very heavily involved in the booking for the women as far as right. uh, uh, the actual match layouts and stuff like right. that. Yep. So it looks like she will be imminently coming back to TV and yeah. we'll see where she gets inserted there. Um, I kind of figured they were just getting through Elimination Chamber before yeah. really bringing her back full time. Because I think, you know, they rushed her back for the Rumble, I feel. Right. Because mm-hmm. they wanted that extra star power. And I yeah. mean, the roster's thin. Let's be right. very honest. Yeah. Um, and that's why, you know, she came out first and she was out within a few minutes. Yeah. But just to kind of get the yeah. pop from the crowd. Hey, Sasha Banks is here. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think she'll be back on TV maybe as early as tonight. tonight? Who yeah. knows? I kind of think she'll be back tonight. But, you know, maybe it's just wishful thinking because I miss Sasha. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, you mentioned him, um, and you know, I said earlier, one thing we will hopefully be covering in the future is Capital Championship Wrestling. One thing I promise you we will not be covering in the future Corey and Carmella. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> not no, 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 no. Corey Graves, I, I don't like him on con- commentary. I really, oh, really? Don't. see, I do for the most part. I mean, every once in a while, he <sighs> says something I'm not with you, but I, I really enjoy him on commentary, and I like Carmella. I just have no interest in their personal life at all. Yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> need anybody's. another. I don't need another reality show. That's like as as much as I love the Miz. I ain't watching Ms. and Mrs. No, <laughs> no, no thank you. I never watched Total Divas. I'm not interested in any of their personal lives. Yeah. People would be shocked at the things I don't know about wrestlers' personal lives because I don't care. Yeah. I'm not interested. I care about their professional lives and that's all. So I don't often know who's dating who. Unless I'm watching some sort of documentary mm-hmm. on them, which happens to talk about this stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, there we go. Then I know. But a lot of times I have no idea who's dating who, unless it just becomes so out there and so prominent in, you know, the zeitgeist of wrestling that you can't avoid it. Or they involve it in the story. Right. Yeah. And then start parading it on TV. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I have no interest in that whatsoever. No. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. Corey Graves. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think he's the worst. I just, I don't enjoy him that much. I really don't. Okay. Just, I don't know. Something about yeah. it, I just don't like. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, that was Raw and yeah. all the wrestling. Uh, that's yeah. pretty much the show. Hey, um, That was all the wrestling. <laughs> that was all yeah. the wrestling. There was a lot yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, there was. But of course, we have our Mickey Young Give Him a Hand Awards for the week. Thank you so much! 
Let's start with your match of the week, sir. Azumi, Starlight Kid. I haven't there seen it, so I can't say yeah. that's mine. Um, yeah. So Even though they did the, the moves I didn't like, everything else was so good that it, it outweighs it. So yeah, Azumi and Starlight Kid for me. And it, it was competitive. It was a competitive week. Uh, there were other matches that definitely could have could have gotten that, but I have to give them the nod. All right. Excellent. I am going to go with Bianca and Dewdrop. Ooh, wow. Okay. I thought it was just, it was just very well done. I really liked it. I really, yeah. really liked it. Um, and I say that I think they're setting up this Becky and Bianca match very well. If it doesn't become something else, if it mm-hmm. stays a singles match, I think right now the course they're on is the correct one, the way they're presenting it. So, uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed that match. Who you got for performer of the week? I think I got to go with Bianca Belair this time, winning the elimination, winning the elimination chamber, and uh, then getting that win over Dewdrop, cementing herself as uh, a WrestleMania main eventer for two years in a row. Yeah, um, uh, good, good for good for you, Bianca. And she, every, I mean, every time she goes out, she puts on a heck of a performance. So, uh, and she had two two big ones and two great ones this week. Agreed, and I I can't disagree with you on that. So I am going to say the same thing. I think uh, Bianca is your 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 reigning performer of the week this week. Yeah, yeah. Now, what was your favorite moment? Oh, come on! It's my favorite, <laughs> my favorite moment. It's my favorite moment. One of my favorite moments in my entire wrestling fandom. Kyrie is back in stardom. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean nothing, man. Yeah. Like even when you know when twelve years after the screw job, Bret Hart came back, he wasn't coming back to wrestle, right? Like he was long done wrestling. So like I really I have trouble coming up with anything as an adult that tops this for me. I'm so excited. Kyrie's back in stardom. Things it's like the only good thing to happen in the last two years in the whole <laughs> world. <laughs> uh, well, I am going to agree with you. Kyrie's return is definitely the moment of the week. Yeah. Um, so happy that she's back. I, I want to throw honorable mention to a funny moment that mm-hmm. I thought was very fun. And that was during the 24 seven championship nonsense with Tazawa getting knocked off the apron into Tamina's arms. And just oh, right. looks at her wanting the kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, that was good. Yeah. But yeah, that was it was a great week for wrestling. There lots of great it stuff was. going on. I, I did pop when Miranda Alize came out. I gotta say. Yeah. I popped not only to see her because she's one of my favorites, but because I called it. I was you right. You called it. You were right. Yep. There's you proof on, the on social media. It's out there. Yeah. So uh <laughs> hey, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Also, I want to say thanks for all the support. I noticed uh we've got, you know, some our, our, our listener base is growing. Um we did uh just recently surpass. 2,500 downloads. We're well on our way to 3,000. That is awesome. Uh, you know, it's been very grassroots for us. Started yeah. at the bottom, but now we're here. We're, you know, we're keep growing and growing. And uh, all uh, worldwide, I mean, I noticed we've got listens coming in now from Italy, from France. Uh, of course, we've got India, Australia. I saw one from Bulgaria, Norway. West uh, Virginia. West Virginia. <laughs> so, Thank you to everyone who's tuned in and listened. Hopefully you like it and you keep coming back. Tell your friends. Uh, and if you want to interact with us, please email us 
at uh, poswrestlecast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at plus wrestlecast. That's P-L-U-S wrestlecast. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Stephen at Bizarro Doom. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling Podcast. You can even find us on TikTok now where I do some videos on there talking about all kinds of wrestling, not just women's with the whole encompassing thing, just reactions and news or whatever. Uh, do they get to see you? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. So if you can stand it, if you can stand it, I'm there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just search for Positively Wrestling on TikTok. You'll find me there. Uh, but hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy uh, the wrestling we've got coming up as we continue on this road to WrestleMania, road to the the climax show for Stardom. Everything going on. It feels so far away. I'm so. It feels like it's a lifetime away. I'm so excited for this. I know anticipation is going to kill you. It oh really man. Is. Uh, but that's it for us this week. Steven, take us out, my friend. All right. Wherever you are in the world, Ohio Gazaimas, Konbanwa, Oyasamina Sai, Soshte Matane. <laughs>